Let's go inside Beaver Dam High School athletics and activities and bring in Ryan Gerber from Beaver Dam High School. Ryan, it's a busy time when it comes to winter sports. I guess we'll start on the athletics side here, isn't it? I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on with all sports. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, a lot of things to be excited about. Um, you know, this is what you work for all year is that postseason, and, and that's why you go out and schedule the non-conference and, and why you ride the ups and downs of the seasons for this time of year. So it's an exciting time for all of our teams. Lots of stuff on Thursday, but let's talk about hockey. Both of the Beaver Dam High School hockey teams are playing. The girls have a home game against the Icebergs at uh, 7 o'clock on Thursday night. You can watch it on Daily Dodge TV, but we want you out at the rink. And also, uh, the boys going to Fondy, the blue line, taking on the Cardinals over there. That's going to be a later start, and that's also on Daily Dodge TV. So both the hockey teams uh, are having some success this year and have been rewarded so far. Yeah, and just backing up to, to Tuesday night, the boys uh, hosted uh, Appleton United and had a big win there, 5-1, to one, hosting the first round of the playoffs. And, and notable for a couple reasons. Obviously, you want to win that first game, of course. But um, for Evan Burkhardt, he, he set the all-time single-season scoring record or scoring points record uh, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, and I think he had a hat trick that night. So kind of added to that right away. And then... And then Doug Kraft's team uh, this year set the all-time single-season wins record at 19, and hopefully that's counting. So, you know, besides just getting a win Tuesday night, a couple records were were broken and changed uh, Tuesday night, and that's awesome. So they're getting ready to play Fond du Lac up there. Uh, that'll be a big game, obviously. Um, and, and, you know, you, you, at this time of year, it's it's – yeah, it's about being good, but it's also about being hot. And this team's getting hot, and we're going up to Fondy. It's an 8 o'clock uh, puck drop up there, so we're looking forward to that. And then and then the girls are playing uh, home Thursday night. Uh, they've got Stoughton coming in, the Icebergs, and they've played them three times already this year, won the, the last two meetings. And, and you know, look, you look at Coach Pogorelic's, uh team and, and what their playoffs are, it really is the Badger Conference when you look at the bracket. So they've played all these teams, they're familiar, they've got all the scouting. All they have to do is play. So if, if they're fortunate enough to, to beat Stoughton on Thursday, they'll be playing the Metro Lynx, uh, which they've played a couple times and, and have split the season. And then if they get through them, they'll play Beloit Fury. And, you know, so that's another team that uh, can to make a run. I mean, anytime you get in the playoffs, there's a chance. But when you're playing conference teams, there's you like your chances. So, again, both those games, we, we want to fill the rinks, both the blue line and the family yeah. center. But if you can't get there, we will have both of those games on Daily Dodge TV. Uh, basketball also heading down the home stretch. The girls Thursday night go to number two ranked Oregon, who's unbeaten 23-0. Uh, Brayden Wentz squad wants to play spoiler right there as they get ready for the postseason. Yeah, and they, they played Oregon here and, and played really tough in the first half and hung with them, and just it just kind of uh, Oregon, you know, they, they pulled away in the second half earlier in the year. But, again, this is another team. It's it's about getting hot at the right time, and they've knocked off some real good teams here at the end of the year. They most recently uh, played MG and beat them by 23 on their home court. So, you know, Braden's got that team working well. And, of course, when you're playing uh, with – that a handful of seniors that are battle tested and have won as much as they have, you know, that helps. It, it doesn't make it necessarily easier, but it certainly helps having that moxie and that presence and that experience. And, and when you've got some great players, especially like uh, a Gabby Wilkie who will be playing at South Dakota next year, you know, that 
that helps. So they're looking to make a run, and, and they like what their bracket looks like uh, for the postseason. Now it's just about finishing the regular season right and getting hot for uh, the postseason run. How about uh, Tim Ladron's boys basketball team? They were at your old stomping grounds, trailed by 11 at the half and rallied by and got a 12-point win at the Forest on Monday night, and all they had to senior night on Friday. Yeah, I mean, talk about a, a big game. They, they scored 41 points in the second half. They went on a 41-18 run in that second half to win that game. And, uh, you know, again, we've said it all year. This is a team that's that's flown under the radar. They finished last year real tough. They've they've played excellent this year. They don't have the height and length that a lot of teams do, but they just find ways to, to win and score. JT Call, a senior on senior night, I would expect him to have a huge night. Jack Jen's going to have a huge night. Uh, but, you know, E.J. Salatel has played a huge role on this team and oftentimes been the leading scorer. And so they've got a lot of weapons. They find ways to to utilize their talent. Hats off to Coach Ladron. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a fight on senior night. It always is. It's the toughest. I don't care what sport it is. It's the toughest night of the year for any coach because you're, you're saying goodbye to those seniors you've had with you four years. But that also you also know that they're going to have a little extra motivation. And so... I like the Beavers uh, this week um, to finish out strong and then get a good seed this weekend and and then uh, be ready for a postseason run, too. We're talking with Beaverdam High School Athletics and Activities Director Ryan Gerber. Ryan, wrestling. Boy, Beaverdam's been, been fortunate enough to have a regional, and now they have the sectional on Saturday. So there's going to be the best of the best uh, are going to be in town on Saturday, hoping to punch their ticket to the state tournament. Yeah, so when I was a coach uh, just south of Beaverdam, uh, we hosted the sectional a lot of times, and it's a great honor for the WI to give that to you, and then to get the regional and the sectional is really special, and that speaks to <clears throat> not only our program and the respect it has, but also the facility, and once again, showing that the investment our community has made in our facilities has really paid off and is really being noticed throughout the state, and so we're fortunate enough to have the sectional, and there will be state place winners, and there will be state champions that come out of our sectional, so if you're not doing anything Saturday, come by enjoy it and of course if you can't if you'd rather stay home we're very fortunate again in our partnership with the daily dodge that we're going to be streaming the first place and third place matches uh right on on the daily dodge ddtv and and i'm excited to be on the call and we're going to have uh we'll have some great wrestling uh to show on saturday yeah it should be some great matches uh, for people that aren't familiar uh it's kind of a fluid start time right ryan on saturday so you have to kind of be uh, watching your YouTube, your Daily Dodge TV YouTube or the website, and we'll go live when it gets about ready for the uh, the championship and the third-place matches to start up. Is that how it works? Yeah, so so we'll start wrestling at 10 o'clock in the morning, and then it just kind of depends on how long matches go and how fast rounds go. What I'll be doing is I know I'll be tweeting out on our uh, – Beaverdam High School Activities page, as well as our Instagram about kind of where we are, just to keep people in the loop. But keep keep an eye on social media. I know you guys at the Daily Dodge do a great job of that. But I would expect somewhere around 1 o'clock um, to be getting ready for that. If not sooner, we'd love to be sooner. But uh, this is unlike past sectionals where it was just boys now we add in the girls and their whole conference or their whole uh, postseason run so it there are a few more rounds so i i would start saying if you're gonna be tuning in keep an eye on youtube right around one o'clock and and we'll be putting things out on socials to give people an idea of of uh where we're at so ryan when it comes to so there's lots going on and no matter what you like to do there's lots of different ways to support to the kids uh uh, what about on the activity side, uh, kind of in those areas, kind of a lot of preparation for some things that are going to be happening here in the very near future right now, correct? 
Yeah, you, you look at our performing arts, and it's very similar to athletics. There's, there's really not a, a time off. You know, there's not a lot of time to catch your breath. So they, you know, they just finished up the string fling and the parade of bands. Uh, the vocal music had choral fest. Now the push is on to get ready for solo ensemble. And we do host our own district solo ensemble. And that's the first weekend in March. Um, and that's really run by Mark Lefebvre. And he's got three, four different schools that come and participate that with the opportunity to qualify for the state solo ensemble. So uh, they'll be taking over the, the high school on that, that weekend, first weekend in March. And uh, I know that preparation has been underway, not only from a logistical standpoint, but also getting our kids ready. And I know Mark Lefebvre had a a group um, up to, to the regional tournament for, for vocals and acapellas, and they just missed out. We talked about that last week. They, they had their best finish ever, but they just missed out on qualifying to the next stage. So they'll be looking to, to rebound and, and to take that momentum and, and perform well at solo ensemble in a few weeks. And, you know, we're just, again, we're so blessed with, with the quality that we have here in the performing arts and in the great events that we're able to put on with our facility, but also by the people behind behind the scenes making sure that our kids are prepared uh, and that our events run smoothly. So if people are looking for any information on anything to do with the fine arts or athletics and activities, uh, Ryan, uh, how do they get in contact with you and the high school? Yeah, just give us a call at the high school. My my number, uh, we're always picking up the phones there, or you can go on to www.badgerconference.org on the right-hand side of the screen. Just find school in Beaverdam High School, and that'll take you to all of our events and our calendar. Ryan, I appreciate all you do for the community and the, the school district. Uh, that's this week's edition of Inside Beaverdam High School Athletics and Activities. Thank you, and we'll chat next week. Thanks, Wade.